Welcome back to another episode here on Viewpoints. My name is Jordan Voiles, and I'm here with Sean Williams. How are you doing, Sean? I'm doing very good. Thanks, Jordan. It's an exciting topic today, completely following Jesus. So what do you have for us? Yeah, so, you know, we're in the series Arguing with Jesus, and we want the blog and the podcast to be a resource uh, for the people of Crestview of uh, living out the message and taking a next step. And yeah. so uh, today, what I really just want to talk about is, uh, number one, something that I hate, and that is running. Okay. I hate running. I, <laughs> I, I hate running so much. I've been trying to go to the gym recently, you know, setting some goals and trying to achieve some things. And yeah. part of going to the gym and working out and getting in shape is cardio. Mm-hmm. I will do any cardio except running. I just don't want to run. I'll get on the rowing machine. I'll do... Yeah, do you like treadmill at all? No, absolutely not. I'll get on the stair climber. I'll Ooh, get on the rowing machine. I will one. not run. Uh, the only the only running I, I will do is, uh, number one, if one of the students challenges me to a race, I'll beat them. Uh, <laughs> and, and that requires running. And number two, if it's like a competition like basketball or ultimate frisbee, I'll run. Mm-hmm. But if you just if you just say, hey, run a mile, absolutely not. You're no not chance. Gonna that. Not going to do it. And I'm certainly not going to run for no reason. Yeah. And yeah, the reason would be like to be healthier. But that's, sure. that's not enough for me. Not for enough sure. for me to run. There's got to be got to be something more to it. But really, this idea of running without a finish line or running without like a reason or without a win is honestly what it's like for somebody who tries to do a bunch of good things uh, with no hope of an afterlife or no hope of a resurrection, right? Like uh, this was an issue in Corinth back in the in the time the, the early church and the apostles were going around and the apostle Paul who had helped uh, spread the gospel to Corinth in 1 Corinthians was addressing a big issue is you had all these people saying they were following Jesus and they didn't believe in the resurrection. Uh, and it's like, man, you're, you're running for no reason. Like yeah. you're running a race and you're doing all these good things for nothing. Mm. Uh, and that was something that he had to say to him uh, in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 was if believers don't have the resurrection, then we are of all people most to be pitied. Right. Just running around for, for nothing. Uh, and sure, yeah, you might be in better shape for your time on earth, but the end result, it wouldn't be any different than if you hadn't started running at all. Sure. And so for the believer today, my encouragement and the challenge would be to follow Jesus the whole way, completely following Jesus. And so that's that's really the main idea. Mm-hmm. Where would you say that this whole thought of Christianity began? You know, we always say, we, we use that word a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of my spiritual mentors have said something to me that's really um, stuck with me. It's like, you know, I'm a Christ follower. Mm-hmm. And usually when people refer to as Christians, it's someone else talking about them. Yeah. And so it's an honor to be called a Christian. Um, but yeah, you know, you, you say, whoa, whoa, what church? Oh, yeah, I'm a Christian. You know, yeah, I, I go to church. And so we use that term a lot and that word a lot. But where do you think that first originated from? Well, I know like the word Christian was originally an insult, right? Mm-hmm. Like it was like, oh, look at little Christ running around. Yeah. Right? It, was, it was an insult. But uh, the faith of the Christian starts with the resurrection of Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, like what we have recorded in the Bible, um, you know, we get all of the kind of the prequel to it, right? Yeah. Uh, we get Jesus's birth in a couple of the Gospels. We get his uh, ministry, his teachings, his miracles. We get all that stuff. But that didn't get written down until after the resurrection, because that was the turning point. That's what made the difference for the disciples. If you if you really think about one of the common conspiracies for the Bible and Christianity in general, one of the arguments that gets made is, 
you know, the disciples made it all up after the fact. They're just a bunch of friends, uh, you know, a bunch of, bunch of illiterate fishermen that wanted to tell a good story. Uh, and I guess, I don't know, die for it. Uh, but <laughs> if, you, if you really think about the, the resurrection of Jesus changed everything. If Jesus didn't appear to them after his death in his resurrected form, they would have just stayed scattered. Um, you look at a guy like Peter. Before Jesus' resurrection, when he's arrested and he's going to be crucified, Peter's out. He's like, I'm not going with him. I'm out of there. And then after the fact, Jesus is killed for his faith. Or Peter is killed for his faith in Jesus, right? So yeah. he, he goes from being unwilling uh, to, to follow Jesus in, into the arrest and the crucifixion that was waiting for him to being willing to go all the way to death in the grave because he knew where he was going to keep following him, and that was into the resurrection life. Yeah, And so that's, that's where this idea continues in 1 Corinthians 15, that for the Christian, faith and hope in the resurrection and eternity is absolutely necessary. That's just key to the gospel. It's where Christianity begins. There's no Christianity without the resurrection of Jesus. Yeah. Do you feel like our... Um our view of Christianity is skewed in today's thinking of what Christianity is. Like, do you think that we really know of what that means to carry that name and to carry that word to say, yeah, I am a Christ follower in, in its true form? Yeah. You know, because you talk to a Christian, I think there was a study that the average Christian maybe goes to church once a month or maybe once every two months. And so, um, and as far as like what that looks like in their personal day-to-day lives, I mean, yeah. he would he would probably be shocked of what oh man that person's a Christian, and so again using the word loosely, do you think that we can get a better understanding of what that is? Yeah, and first off, to the listener, this is an encouragement for you. Yes. Please don't hear condemnation from, right. from this message. That this is an encouragement. We want to help you with next steps. Mm-hmm. We all need help following Jesus, but I think we got to remember that the word Christian was an insult mm-hmm. for people who looked so much like Jesus. Right. Which is yeah. <laughs> just is not how it's used today, right? Yes, that it, it's kind of a box to check. You know, yeah. it's the government paperwork or the form that you fill out, uh, or just the label that you put on yourself. Like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm a Christian. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's this is what I believe. This is what I was raised with. Uh, but it's it's not the same kind of label that that it, that it used to be. And I, and I think there's a lot of reasons why. And again, this isn't about condemnation. This is just. Man, what is it going to take to follow Jesus well as a church, as pastors? I feel like it's part of what God trusts us with yeah. uh, to, to help each other uh, follow Jesus well. And so the good news of the resurrection, right? Because this week we talked about the afterlife. Uh, the good news of the resurrection of Jesus is that we can follow him completely, uh, that we do not have to shy away from following him into like the situations like his arrest and his crucifixion, the sufferings, the persecutions. We don't have to shy away from that because that's not the finish line of following Jesus. That, that The hope that we have as followers of Jesus is that we follow him the full distance into the resurrection and the eternal life as well. And so that's the good news of it. And so as followers of Jesus, we've got to do exactly that. We've got to follow him. We've got to follow him the, the whole way. And something that he was telling his disciples before he got arrested is the world is going to hate you. Mm-hmm. Remember that it hated me first. The reason it hates you is because you don't belong to the world anymore. If you were one of its own, it wouldn't hate you. If you were from the world, you'd have no problems with the world. You'd be a part of it. Yeah. But because I have brought you out of that and, and made you new, the world's going to hate you because you're not one of them anymore. You're yeah. a part of me. And it hated me first. Mm-hmm. I think that is something that, that it's easy to, to forget as followers of Jesus, mm-hmm. that 
you're signing up to be hated. That if, if I'm going to follow Jesus closely enough, I'm going to hear the insults that were thrown at him. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's what has been on my heart in this series, arguing with Jesus, is, man, do I look enough like Jesus to be insulted for it? Because mm-hmm. he was insulted for it, Yeah, right? For, for the way that he lived, for the way that he spoke, for his teachings, even for his miracles and when he did them. He was insulted. Uh, he was he was bold for his faith. He was uncompromising in the face of persecution, and, and for that, the world hated him. And so, as a follower of Jesus, I think I got to understand what I'm really signing up for, mm-hmm. and and the whole thing that it's not just that we would be persecuted alongside Christ, is that we would be raised alongside him as well. Mm-hmm. That, that he shows us the whole way to go, and so we can completely follow him. I think a trap to fall into. Uh, that is even a temptation for me as a pastor is if I'm going to reach people for the gospel, if I'm going to reach the world, I got to go get lost with them. Mm-hmm. Or, or, you know, I got to look enough like them uh, for them to accept me. And then I can kind of flip the script and talk about Jesus, where I think the other way is where we've got to lean more heavily. Yeah. I got to look so much like Jesus that they see that it's something different. Mm-hmm. I think even when you talk about when Jesus was on the earth, um, you know the Pharisees, the people that held the Torah, and uh, you know, you know, ev- to the point of his crucifixion, the Bible says that he was unrecognizable on the cross, mm-hmm. and that always stuck with me because I'm like, in a spiritual sense, I wonder if we're still doing that to where we don't even really understand what Jesus looks like, mm-hmm. and so that's why I think it's so important to really dissect these things and go like, what is being biblically literate and going, what does it actually mean? What does Jesus look like in these situations? Yeah, And I I feel like we can do the exact same thing they did to Jesus back. I mean, obviously we're talking about his death, but in the spiritual sense of going, I don't even understand, like, I don't even know what he looks like. What is, who is this Jesus? Yeah. And so, yeah, I just think it's so important to talk about these things. To the listener, and, and as we close, what would you lead them with if they, they have that question of what does it look like to actually follow him in his steps? Yeah, I think... Something, something that the Bible says about it that puts it in such a clear light uh, is in Hebrews, and it just says, fix your eyes on Jesus. Mm-hmm. In Hebrews chapter 12, it talks about one of my least favorite things, running. <laughs> <laughs> but it says, uh, let us run with perseverance, the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the founder and, per- and perfecter of our faith. Uh, and it was for the joy set before him that he endured the cross. Uh, and then we see that the new life with him sitting down at the right hand of God. And it says, Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary Mm. and lose heart. And so this tells me a few things about following Jesus. Uh, Number one, there's obstacles. There's stuff in the way. There's stuff that's holding you down. It says, Throw off everything that hinders. Throw off the sin that entangles. That there's stuff you got to get rid of if you're running the race following Jesus. Number two, it's going to take perseverance. You, it's, it's a race, and you have to run with perseverance. It's not a sprint. Uh, it's not a walk in the park. This is going to take everything you got. Also, fix your eyes on Jesus. You're following him. Don't look at something else. Follow Jesus. Keep your eyes fixed on him uh, because when it says he's the, the, the pioneer and perfecter of the faith, the founder and perfecter of the faith, he set the whole way. Yeah. He, is, he has established the entire route from the moment that we arrive on this earth uh, until the moment that we depart it and then into eternity, Jesus has pioneered the entire way for us. So we can fix our eyes on him with confidence and hope that I'm going to follow him to the places that he's leading me to be. And then finally, 
understand his heart in all of this, that the persecutions and the hardships that we face are nothing compared to what he's bringing us into, mm-hmm. that we can consider him who endured that opposition so that we don't uh, lose heart and grow weary. So this is one of my favorite things uh, about the Bible, is that we have a living hope in Jesus, that the Bible is not just about living a good life. It's not just about following the right rules and looking good on the outside. It's not about fitting in or being uh, approved of by other people. It's that Jesus showed us the way to the life that he wants us to have. Okay. And it's just to follow him completely. So good. I love what you said, fixing your eyes on Jesus. That's the whole yeah. point of that. You can run, but if your eyes aren't fixed on him. so For sure. Pastor Sean, thank you so much. It's a listener. Uh, we hope that you join us next time, and God bless. <laughs>